The object of Taxi Chronicles to sell our real riders with real stories, share their experience, and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode of Another Rider. Today we have a, a journalist in the house, a director, a photographer, and many, many more things. And he's all the way from Iran and he works for one of the biggest Iranian media channels in the world. I think it is the biggest. And we should call him Mohammed for today, if that's okay. And he's going to tell us about his, his journey of life, his journey getting into the industry, his journey coming to England, and much more. And he can explain some Iranian politics that the BBC probably wouldn't explain in the way that he can. So nice to have you here today, Mohammed. Nice to meet you, man. <laughs> okay. I'm so happy to... I told you my English is not very good, no, but English I tried to do okay, my best. Man. So. Don't, don't worry, don't be modest. Your English is perfectly okay, otherwise I wouldn't have asked you to do the interview. Amazing. So do you, do you want me to yeah. start from the... Yeah, so tell us, start us from the beginning, why you came to England? Okay, why I came to, I came to England? Because I just changed my religious from Islam to Christian. Okay, that's so, interesting. So, as you know, the Christian people, when you change, when you change religion, you cannot even stay in your country anymore because if they found you, they will put you in the jail, okay. straight away. So it's not allowed to, uh, in Iran to, to, to change your religion. How would they know that you've changed your religion? Because as you know, we had some actually private church. It was like house church. Okay. The people gathered in there and they pray together for the Jesus and okay. you know what, everything, you know. It's, it's, it's a little bit complicated because, as mm -hmm. you know, it's weird for the other people in other countries mm -hmm. because you cannot change your religion, you can, if you, you can believe in God, but you have to be Muslim, otherwise okay. you cannot stay in your country anymore. Okay. Oh. So that's why, but there is a lots of people in London, in LA, in everywhere we have, like this, like me. Uh -huh. They escaped from the country that's because of that. Why did you change the religion? What was the personal... It was because of my ex-wife. <laughs> okay. so you right, that I'm bad! <laughs> now I'm a single man. Yeah. I just divorced, but yeah, my ex-wife changed her religion, so... So your ex-wife yeah. was a Christian or Muslim? She was a Muslim. She born Muslim. I born Muslim. Yeah. Yeah, but she changed her religion. She decided to change her religion and... She asked me, do you want to do this? And I, she was my wife, so. So you followed your wife? Uh, That's very interesting. Yeah, but uh, to, to be honest, I didn't like the Islam. So because it was something like a force in my country, you have to, they, they told you, you have to do that, you have to do this. You are not allowed to drink, you are not allowed to, I don't know. Okay. Go out without hijab, you have to, so you wanted more of a freedom? Yeah, the, the problem is freedom because they just ban you from everything in that country, you know? So after that, the police find out something like this. They came to our house, we were not here, we were, we were not there, we were going to the north of the Iran actually and we hide in some of our family places they came to our house they mess it up mess it up they took everything 
took our passports, our ID cards, everything. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's it's a long story. And no, well, we've got time. After that, yeah, this is a good that, story. I paid someone, and we, we came. We go. We went to the Turkey, and from the Turkey, we say Turkey. It was a long journey. It was difficult. Well, did you walk? Drive? No, drive actually, with a car. But it was horrible, you know. We stay in between the mountains for two, three days. Yeah. Did you drive yourselves or did someone drive no, you? No, someone drive us. So you had a you had because like we are, a smuggler. We were, we were not yeah, exactly. We were not alone. We were between with another with my wife, with another with another lady and two men. Oh, so other people who were trying to escape. Exactly. With the different reasons. Okay. Okay. And then we came to London. Yeah. So you made your way to Turkey. Did you stay in Turkey for long? For two months. Two months? Almost two, two and a half months. And then how did you get to London? Actually, you know what? My family paid them from Iran to, to, to the middleman. He was in Iran. And they, they, it, was, it was like a... It was, they were like a... I don't know how... The group of smugglers. smugglers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's professional smugglers exactly. who got you from the Iranian border yeah, to exactly. England. Yeah, exactly. And they, they, they bought a ticket for us and they made some actually ID card passports for us. Okay. Yeah, and we, we. So, what were the passports that they made? Were they Iranian passports or? No, it was not Iranian passport. It was something else with other. Okay. With another, it was from another country with other names and blah blah blah. And we, we, when we never see when we never see the passports, because the man just put them in a, you know, the yeah. counter and take the, to the tickets and hold the passports and that's it and when, yeah. we, when we arrive in London we don't we don't have nothing no passport no, nothing yeah okay but you everything was paid for already though yeah so okay yeah so and what was the first thing what was your first impression of London when you first got here actually it wasn't the, the only pressure for me because you know what my ex-wife family they, they live here so they came to the airport, they took us from the police after 24 hours, they, they keep us there, there. The police kept you at the airport? Yeah, of course, because we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have any passport or nothing. Well, how did you get on the plane? I'm, I, I told you, the middleman oh, just... he just yeah, handed he, it to he, the person he, in he the other the, end of the airport. He took the tickets, he gave the tickets to us, he came with us until the, the board. They checked the passport, he took the passports and we go into the airport. Oh, so airport. they're well connected, the yeah, middleman's well and connected. They, and, and, they, and they destroyed the passports, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Mm. So, mm. It, you know what, it's it's happening every day, every day, every yeah, I can day. believe it, but it's interesting to hear your story, because I think people can learn from your story, and they can open their minds and not have closed mindsets. Yeah. Do you understand? So yeah. that's why I'm, I'm very fascinated and I'm kind of probing for details. Yeah. In that respect. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. And then it was the only thing here because they, they, they were so really polite. The police, everything. Okay. In the airport. Mm. They, did, oh. they did amazing to did be Did you honest. tell them that you came from Iran? Sorry? Did you tell them that you come from Iran? Yeah. We, I, I, I just explained it exactly a story for them okay. as well. Yeah, right. But it, it took 24 hours to do the paperwork and everything. Okay, so it's very quick. Yeah, 
but it was the beginning of the story so mm -hmm. it take it took something like two years until the actually mm. government allowed you to stay allowed or? us to stay and answer Mm. So and in that case, two years, the case you, is approved and yeah. that's it. But we had the lawyer, everything. Were you able to work in that two years? No, nothing. Really? No so work, no rent, no driving, nothing. So you just totally dependent on your wife's family. Somehow, yeah. Somehow, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you said actually, she... yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like this. I had, I had a little bit saving, so it was a difficult time for me. But I survived. Your family that you left in Iran, yeah. what happened to them? Does the police come to them and say, where is he? Exactly. Tell him to come back as we're well. Yeah, you? Just, just two times, but you know, they cannot do anything with them. They cannot do anything with them. So they can just go after us and then that's it. Uh, because when you are not there, you are not there. Mm -hmm. you know? So your family there just say we don't know what happened. Exactly. And they and they make their threats and then You know you know the police everything they they know everything, you know. But when you escape you escape. They cannot do anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. So how long have you been here now then in England? It's almost it's almost four and a half years. Okay. So it's quite recently then. Yeah. Alright. Well I'm happy you're here. Thank you. So you telling me you, you work... No, you didn't tell me. What was your first impression after the police? What was your impression of London as a community, as a city? You know, the London is amazing. I love London. The only thing is it's, it's just... It was a pressure for me. It was a mentally pressure because I had everything in my country. I just left everything behind. My house, my car my family, my friends, everything, and came here. And I was really alone here when I came because, you know, my wife, wife's family is not my family and they cannot be my family. Really? Okay, I thought, yeah. and I thought under that, your culture, Yeah. I know you're not Arab, you're Persian. I'm Persian. Yeah, so I thought Persian culture, you're, you're like, you marry your wife and you become one. Yeah, but it was not like this. If, as well, if, if it was like this, I, I never divorced, you know? Uh -huh. It was too much, too much... Pressure. Pressure and problem with them as well. And you're probably looking at it, I did this all for you, and now, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. now you're causing problems. Okay. Exactly. Uh -huh. And they leave me alone, to be honest. So, you know, I don't want to repeat them. It was a, it was a longer story, yeah. but anyway. Uh -huh. I just finished, I survived, I find a very good job. Uh -huh. I changed my life, everything. And mm. now I'm happy, I'm happy. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So tell us about your job that you do now. I'm a TV producer, I'm a creative producer. Uh, did you? I'm some kind of actor. I did four short films. Huh? One of my films was winner in uh, Indie LA festival okay, in Los Angeles good. as a best actor. I was candidated for the best actor. I was but I couldn't I couldn't you know actually win the first place but I win the second place. 
So... The second place isn't bad? No, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Mm. But my actual job is that I'm producing the live show, which is five days a week. It's an internet entertainment show. It's like if, if you watch this morning or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's something like this morning, but in our, lang our language. Yeah. We have doctor, we have chef, we have dancer, we have actor, actress, everything. It's a live show. And, and this goes out to where? Does it go out to the world or just stay in this country? No, actually, we have uh, something like 80 million viewers every day just from Iran. Just from Iran? Just from Iran. Something well, wait like 70, the, 75 million, they, 80 million viewers. So aren't those people not allowed to watch it because it's they not... Can, they can watch it with satellites. Satellites? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not... It's forbidden, you know? It's, it's like it's, Haram. Yeah. But it's, they could watch they watch it on a satellite. Yeah, the people have satellite in their houses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are the famous channel. We are the famous Persian channel in the world. What's the channel called? Manoto. Manoto. What does yeah. that mean? Me and you. Okay, that's nice, me and you. Yeah. I knew it had a meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why why did you get did you were you working in media before you you came to England? No. What, no. what were you doing back in Iran? I have a Bachelor of Architecture. Oh you're an architect? Yeah, yeah I'm how, how did you fall into the media side of things? Actually from one of my friends who works there for eleven years and actually he referred me to them and I, I, I took a test and actually training, some training sessions. And then, you know, I was not a producer from the first point. I just starting with the, you know, what with the love, love, love. You're creative? No. Assistant? With a very, very. A trainee? Something like trainee, you know. What is the, um, you know, what is the auto cue when the presenters read the cue from the television under the camera? Mm -hmm. There is a there is a LCD under the camera. Mm -hmm. They they read the scripts from mm -hmm. there. Yeah. You know, you know what? I just moved that. I just started from moving the auto cue. Okay. And slowly, slowly, step by step. So you say dedication. Yeah. Loyalty. Yeah. And they moved you up to running your own show. Yeah. Were you the creator of the show, or you just manage it? We are creator. I, I just write the scripts, I just create the content, find the guest. We are producing, you know, from, from A to Z. We are mm -hmm. producing the show mm. and run it. So everybody who works in that channel, oh, so they're all Iranian? All the main ones are Iranian, but the cameramans, the people working in a gallery, the people working in a cyber security, they are not Iranians. Mm. They're just like British. Most of them are British. We have French as well, we have Russian, but most of them are British. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Most of them are British. That's good. Yeah, mm. the technical parts, all of them are. 
How often, how often, I take it you do a season or is it a rolling show? Is it constantly just showing like for years and years and years? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so do you, how, how do you come up with content all the time? So you're always having to come up with something new, you're always having to be creative. How, what inspires you? How do you bring that up? You know what? It's 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 a bit difficult because you know we have we are we are in we have four teams. Every team has between two or three people, and we have something like two, three to four days to create a show. So every day from Saturday to Wednesday we have a live show, and for each show we have one team. For example, when I have a show on Saturday, I run my show. I run my show, and that's it. And from Sunday, I will start for the other show to run it on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be a gap, mm -hmm. something like three to four days to mm -hmm. do the another show. And the other team do the Sunday, and the other team do the Monday, and the other team do the Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Until Wednesday, we do again. That I mean, our team doing doing it. Another shot, something like this. Mm -hmm. well, but in creating the content, where do you get the ideas from? Yeah, but do, from does, our minds. Does, does something it give you inspiration? Do you, do you? You know, we watching we watching the other shows, the other channels, the American channels, the British mm -hmm. channels. They inspired us. Mm -hmm. We are watching the. I don't know. You can, you can, it's, 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 that's why I'm a creative producer, because we have to create, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's not, it's not easy, it's, it's a difficult job, mm -hmm. but we can invite, it depends, it depends to the day, maybe some international day, we can bring a doctor about some, I don't know, okay, I understand, some subject, uh, we can have a chef, we can do food, we can do everything, you know, it's what? interesting, but it's not easy. What are the big cultural differences you found between London and Iran? Oh, it's too much difference. Is there any ones that you found very weird that you try to get used to? What do you mean? Like, some people come to England and they're just surprised. They're, they're looking like, they're very surprised and then they find that certain terminologies that we use okay. mean something else in their language or their culture to be honest it's too much difference between here and my country but you know my country has a very very long and old culture as you know mm -hmm. Iran is a it was a big country before mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it, back then it was only three or four countries in the world one of them was Persia one of them was Rome Italy, one of them was China, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. It was no England existing abroad. It was no USA existing abroad. So, mm. but I don't know. For the time being, everything is changed. Okay. We are the third world. Here is the first world. Mm. If you had to give advice to anybody in Iran who wanted to leave. And come to England. What would what would be the, your advice you'd give him? What would be your advice? Honestly, it's not an easy job. 
but I'd advise them if they can, if they have some money, if they have the opportunity, if they can be patient because you know I was really lucky that they accept my case after two years. I know some people they are waiting for something 13, 14 years and still they are Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. One of my friends just stayed for 14 years. Okay. So it depends. It depends to a log. It depends. Was his circumstances the same as yours? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was. But they didn't. They didn't approve him. They didn't answer to to his case on after 14 years. I mean, oh. it takes it takes 14 years to. But anyway, yeah, it's good. It's 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 not easy to live here. London is really expensive. You need to have a good job. You need to have. You need to be patient. You need to uh, pass a lots of different difficult things. If you could do it all again, yeah. Obviously, you had to leave. What would you do different? Is there, if anything, and why? You mean if I stay in my country or Yeah, leave? you stay in your country, stay as no, a Muslim. No, I will never stay in that country. Okay, so no. you stay, so you wouldn't change, you, will, you would change your religion, and but from moving there, leaving to coming here, what would you do? Is there anything you would do different? Definitely next time I will, I will come singing without anyone. <laughs> this, is the, this is the main one, yeah, because... She oh. just killed me. She just killed you? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Alright, well, such is life. Such is life. Yeah. What does the future hold for you now? Say again? What does the future hold for you? I don't know. I just try to do my best at my job and improve myself. Otherwise, I cannot survive like this because I need to improve myself, you know. I think you have been here for a long time, isn't it? I'm born here. Okay. It's really difficult to live in London. I don't find it hard. I just get on with it. Because it's what I know. Maybe that's the advantage I have. But here is your country. You're yeah, born yeah. here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't find it hard to live in London because I'm born here. And and I don't know. I just, I just, it's all I know, really. I know living life in other countries and I've lived in Kenya and I could say I would say that's harder okay. because you don't have any social system to fall back on. You have to learn, find a way to make money. Okay. Do you understand? Where yeah. here you've got NHS if you're sick, you've got free education for your children, you've got a lot of things that take the burden off you. Okay. Yeah, you've got to pay your own bills. You you get taxed quite a bit. So difficult, mate. So but difficult. I think it's more of a culture shock for people. Yeah. Than than really difficult. Because have you, if you've been sick since you've come here, they've looked after you. Yeah. Now think how much that will cost. I don't know how if it's private healthcare in Iran. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know if I believe me or not. But I didn't give a penny from the UK government. Mm. I didn't took a penny. I just, I just, I just spent my saving for for one and a half, two years, mm. and then I just worked, worked, worked. So my wife did, but I'm not. 
because how can I tell you? It's 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 not me. You know what? Mm -hmm. I don't I don't like to 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 someone something from the government or someone else. Or mm -hmm. I always try to work and I always try to earn my money for uh, you know myself. Okay. So yeah, but I love London. I love here. I just I just working six days a week. The Fridays are only the one and only my days off. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's okay. It's good. What can I say? Mm -hmm. I what hear. can I say? I hear. Well, thanks a lot for that. We're coming to the end of the journey. Thank you it's so much. Very interesting hearing I'm, you. I'm really sorry about my English. No, I know don't it's worry, horrible, don't but I try to do my best. Sometimes I can't speak better, but no, it's okay. sometimes not. <laughs> I understood you all the time, and I'm sure my audience will. Thank you so much. Yeah. So Thank thanks you. Thanks a lot for that. Thank you. And yet again to the audience. Just uh, thank you for listening to that. I hope you have an understanding when you hear people coming from overseas and you hear their story. It's not all they just want a better life here. They do need, they are escaping from certain situations, even though they do love the country they come from. On another note, don't forget to listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where we talk about and interview people who have invested in Africa from around the world. Thanks a lot and have a nice day. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.